right, y'all. It's the BOE Podcast. It's your boy, Papa Sparks here, a.k.a. Sparks Gallus, <laughs> a.k.a. I forgot. <laughs> a.k.a. The Gallum Sugar, a.k.a. Papito Sparksito, a.k.a. Nationalan Papi, a.k.a. Not the one, not the two, but the only, a.k.a. Pap- Papa Suave, a.k.a. Um, Mr. I Don't Give a Fuck. Pass out to my brother. Suave. <laughs> Yo, what the deal, y'all? It's your boy Kevin Legend, aka Killer, Grave Digger, Cat Pillar, Rilla Nigga, aka the Black Joe Pesci, aka Heartbreak Killer, aka Kev with the Bev, aka K Pop Kev, aka founder member of D Generation X, aka Kaiser in the building. And I'm passing it off to my OG, Triple OG. It's your boy. Gene to the Dizot 13, <laughs> a.k.a. Max Zorus, a.k.a. the Dykeman Daddy, a.k.a. the Ox King, a.k.a. Captain Drippavelli. Keep the boat nice and steady. Zerski. And we I back. thought you were going to take it off, Spock. You're the host. You're the transition poppy. Ah, uh, say less, B. Yeah, I forgot to add that to my shit. So next time, next time. <laughs> but all right, y'all, man. So hope everybody blessed up and been living life and all that, man. We've been working hard and hardly working as usual. But not a day goes by with something crazy don't happen in this world, man. It's impossible. You know what I'm saying? So y'all know we nerds. Y'all know we into nerd culture and all that. So recently... Everyone's been hype about the Obi-Wan Kenobi series on Disney Plus. You know what I mean? The details, some of Obi-Wan's travels with uh within the Star Wars universe. And, you know, there's some new cast members, some new characters, things of that nature. So the new cat, one of the newest cast members in Obi-Wan Kenobi, actor most uh Moses Ingram, she is a black woman. And she has been receiving a whole lot of racist threats, hate mail, all type of things from the supposed fan base of the Star Wars, you know, universe or whatever. And, you know, the Disney themselves stepped in, the cast of Obi-Wan stepped in and publicly denounced it. You know, all of them said she's a great actor, a wonderful person, anyone hating on her, they're not a real Star Wars fan, y'all got to get you, you know what I mean? Get your mind right and money right. So, my brothers, I asked y'all this, man. How do y'all feel about that whole situation? An actor, a black woman receiving death threats from the so-called Star Wars fan base. What's y'all take on all that? So, I mean, it, it goes without saying, like, it was like, it's expected because, you know, like, in Star Wars, who we really seen as a, like a besides Samuel Jackson, like who's the other like star like black person in a Star Wars show? It's only the YTs for me. So it 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 sucks that I mean that anything we do now, like we have a black person in like a Harry Potter movie or a, a Jason Bourne movie or any any other type of movies. Like this is expected to happen. Like people. The YT is always gonna come and like try to say, "Oh, this person doesn't belong here," or "This person, or why do we? Why do they have a black person in this?" It's like, 
like it's as a, at the end of the day, as actors, actors, like doesn't matter what role they have, no matter what kind of movie they're in, the actors are actors. So for this type of racism to continue going and like all these racial like um sayings towards this towards this great actors, like like everybody just needs to like grow up at, at some point. Cause like what's, what's the point of doing that? Cause you're not doing nothing but hurting yourself and, and looking stupid because being racist is being played out now <laughs> like it's not cool anymore back in like the 70s and shit but like now it's like it's like just shut the fuck up and watch the show <laughs> like you think gonna watch it or don't watch it facts facts yeah. um, OG what you think bro? what's your what's your take on all this my man got straight to the point I was like damn <laughs> like yo <laughs> don't watch it or don't watch <laughs> Um, <laughs> here's the thing, man. If you're going to be racist and have issue, you got to be racist all the way, bro. It's like some of y'all people, if y'all a Star Wars fan, you cannot be racist in that fashion because Star Wars took so many aspects of black culture or African-American culture we could start with Billy D, the coolest nigga on the planet in the 70s. Everybody know Billy D. Williams. He actually was known before, I think, Star Wars. He was, like, real um, popular before Star Wars. So having him sign on to the movie was just like, okay, have, we already have, like, a superstar in our hands. And then... Y'all don't want us on the camera, but y'all want to use our voice. And we all know James Joel Jones voice yeah. Darth Vader. And Darth Vader, that iconic voice. I didn't even know that. That iconic voice would have not even made Star Wars as big as it is today. Because everybody, that's like everybody's favorite. Oh, Luke, I am your father. And just has that deep tone. And it just was like a perfect fit. But y'all didn't complain about the voice, right? And then even the music from the, when they're in the cantina, all that jazz and the blues and stuff, that's our stuff. That's black culture. You know what I mean? Of course, we're not going to get credit for it because it's just like uh, we just looking at it as like a as a franchise, as a movie. Is the movie good or not? That's my thing is. And then, oh, yeah. And then you had what? What's his name? John Voyega. I think there was some issue there a little bit. He had he, with the he franchise. experienced a whole lot of yeah, he experienced some hate and death threats and all of that, too, when he got cashing into it. So yeah. it's nothing foreign for the Star Wars universe. Um, uh, Jar Jar Binks, he was a black voice actor. He was like one of the most popular characters. I would say pulverizing. Some people hated him and some people loved him, but he was one of the most talked about when they rebooted it into this in years after. But my thing is, at the end of the day, I just want the right person for the job. It's like, I don't want them to be casting people just because of the color of skin but I want them to have the right person and for y'all to even like shut somebody down because the color of their skin you never even seen them act you never even you know what I mean you didn't even watch the series you don't know her yeah. range or nothing like that 
So I was like, yo, you never even seen her. Just because she's black, you got an issue like that, whatever like that. So Some people have never seen Star Wars and has an issue with it. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, I'm not a fan of just hiring people just because of the color and then they have no talent. And then that's just going to make us look bad or whoever it represents look bad. Y'all going to look bad. Everybody going to look bad just because you haven't like, because they did say that she's a diversity for hire. But yeah, but yo, let, let us see what she got. Let us see what she got. I, I, I seen that she was in that Queen's Gambit show. That show won a whole bunch of awards. She's fairly new. She's young. I think she got like a total of four um things to her belt. Like she has like a TV show and then like two other movies. So she's a fairly new actor. So it's like, come on, man. Y'all want us to keep casting these same, our same token black actors and the same people over and over. We know they can act, but yo, let somebody give her a chance. See what she could do, man. If she's good and she's good, then then let's go. They probably give her a spinoff. But I respect Disney. I respect Disney for um sticking by them. I mean, I mean, they kind of have to. So yeah, I <laughs> <laughs> key to have to. They kind of have to. So as far as my take on this, man, I'm like, yo, to all the racist people, y'all not tired. Like, y'all not tired of being racist? Like, st- y'all wake up racist? Like, y'all go to sleep racist? Y'all smoke weed racist? Like, y'all not tired? Like, damn, son. Like, it's like my OG said. It's really 2022 and y'all still concerned about the color of somebody's skin? Like, there's coronavirus and monkey flu to be concerned about. Y'all concerned about a black woman casting in the new Star Wars series for Disney+. Plus. Like, think about how dumb that sounds. That sounds so crazy. Like, they was more mad because you, her role is more significant. They just want them little characters. Whether, but whether it's significant or insignificant, like y'all, I'm not tired. Like, y'all really wait. It, it's crazy how people let stuff live in their heads rent free. Like the fact that someone black has a, a significant role in the series that you yeah. love. It's something that lives rent free in your head so much that you're gonna send her hate mail. That's crazy. Like she's can, young too, bro. My thing is like I, I feel like those people, a lot of racist people, they don't know how beautiful the sound of counting money is. Cause you would be more concerned about that than something stupid like this, man. But but you know what's I'm so like, funny not to cut you off, my 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 brother. <laughs> I forgot about this point. And it's what I went back to the point is that it's the part of the job, bro, because it works the other way. I'm not going to lie. When Death Note came out and a homie was playing L, I was sick. And that was the worst L um, cast character or whatever. In the oh, live action from, one? Homie from In the live. Yeah. That homie was horrible. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yo, not because he black. I'm going to be like, yeah, yeah, it was trash. <laughs> I watched it. In my opinion, it was trash. After watching the anime and then just looking at him and I'm just like, ah, I'm not. I ain't, I ain't feeling with it. I ain't. You know what I mean? I mean? It kind of go back to the point that you were saying, like, if it makes sense, then like, then do it. But if it doesn't make we just throwing a black person in there, just throw a black person in exactly. there. Like, it it, it kind of like defeats the purpose, kind of me basically. So yeah, that's, that's yeah I mean, but but everyone would have been accepting of it if the whole <laughs> the death no live action was fired. We wouldn't have cared whether he's black or white, but it was trash. So it's not like we 
hate him because he's black. No, nah, no, nah, you, you just were in a badly written series. <laughs> it yeah. was poorly written. That's true. Too. You could be the greatest actor ever. If it's poorly written, you know what I mean? I don't nobody want to see it. Jerry Leto's a pretty good actor, but he was in the poorly written Suicide Squad as a poorly written Joker. So we don't want, we don't want to see him as Joker ever again. <laughs> so. That boy tried to do too much, though. It's poorly written. <laughs> I'm saying yeah. that boy just read, he just followed yeah. the script. He's an actor. He, did what he got paid for. What about my son Denzel? That boy never had a bad movie. Cause that boy, that boy know how to choose good movies. <laughs> that boy don't choose no trash movies. I mean, Denzel are kind of the same in every movie, though. Yeah, no, it, yeah, it works. <laughs> like Tom Cruise. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that. Like Tom, Yo, Cruise. Tom Cruise is definitely the same in everything. That boy flipping over something or running for half the movie, and it just worked. He could do his own stunts. Yo, and he like age sixty, man. That boy, that boy definitely pushing peak. But um, yeah, at the end of the day, man, to wrap this up, everybody, man, grow up. Grow up, dude. Like, all the racist people out there, your, your kids and your grandkids, like my OG said, they're not racist. They're growing up in a time where hip-hop is the biggest genre of music in the world. Everyone's, you know, taking things from Black culture. They don't care. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to be racist. It's hard to um raise a kid to be racist when their favorite rapper is... Uh, Gunner or Davies, so you know what I'm saying. Push it to <laughs> God, hey, Davies. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I know y'all like that's random. Push this. Gonna made set. But yeah, everybody, man, go up, man, go up. Enough is enough. Man. But you know that that complaint for the Obi Wan Kenobi casting that made no sense for people to complain about that, but. Speaking of complaining. <laughs> so y'all just not going to let me get it yeah, off. Yeah, that boy. Y'all that just, boy. Y'all just never going to let me get it off no more. Learn to his tricks, bro. Got the sharing gun on now, bro. <laughs> the sharing gun. But yeah, man, so, you know, there's an annual tournament combo breaker that takes place, you know, I'm pretty sure like around May. Uh, it happened, and a lot of the greatest players in the world attended. And it takes place in Illinois. And it was actually that... just to put a little premise behind it, it's probably one of the first big tournaments that came back since the pandemic, kind of like one of the major premier tournaments that everybody loves and look forward to is Comma Breaker. And it's finally back in full capacity and no basically mandate. Yeah. Wait, no, I think they had a match. They had a match. I'm not sure. But, yeah. but um, yeah, so that tournament took place. And at the end of it, well, not even at the end of it, while it was still going on, a couple of players had some choice words for combo break. Specifically, you know, one of the biggest Street Fighter players in the world right now, Punk. He has some choice words on Twitter to express. And, you know, he complained about how the tournament was run. He feel like the brackets were trash. He feels as though a lot of the setups were very laggy, you know, and he feels a lot of that had to do with messing up his placing and how he performed. So he had a lot to say about that. A lot of people agree with him. Some of them is like, okay, somebody call the ambulance because we got another pro game player just complaining about nothing. But, you know, when it comes to situations like that, us being 
the type of people that we are. We go to tournaments, we go to conventions, we do all of that. And even though I don't enter tournaments, you know, I go there and I watch, you know, whatever, whatever, I don't enter. But I can speak from experience that, you know, there was a certain tournament that we went to in 2019. I'm not going to call it out, but we went there. And even though the overall experience, I enjoyed myself, there were definitely things that I said, man, this is kind of bad. So, my brothers, let me ask you this, man. What do you think, in your opinion, would make a tournament experience bad for you personally? I'll start it off. Well, all right. All right. So just speaking as a general attendee, if it's too packed, that's the name. That's the number one thing. If it's too packed, when it's like you can't move around, everybody's on top of each other. That's going to make it crazy. You're going to you have to have like a, a capacity like they got to have like a certain amount of seats and then give people enough. I guess it's, it depends on the venue. You got to give people enough room to walk around and and not be on top of each other. And of course, it got to be the right um, can be hot at all. It got to be nice and cool <laughs> air because everybody's just sitting there breathing each other air. Mad Corona breath. Mad Corona breath. But um, as far as the technical side, man, it's I, I kind of have to give them a little slack because that's probably something mad difficult to do, man. It's like a lot of unforeseen circumstances that may pop up. And now everybody's here live and they waiting and they aggy. And then it's like pressure. And it's like, yo, what happened? Mm-hmm. It was working last night when we checked it. Now some random thing happened. You don't know what happened. It could Very be something true. simple as just restarting something, but it's not working. And then it, so I do cut them a little slack because it, it is not, it's not easy, bro. But it's a good point. Just That's the true. main, the main stuff is the, just the experience overall, whatever you could do to make the experience good, have like little venues and stuff that sells food and merch and make it like, you know, make it like welcoming type. But other than that, I'll, I'll cut them a little slack, man. But as a professional, punk is a professional. So, you know, any little thing, them guys need everything that nothing can be laggy. Nothing can be. They got to be. Perfect. Because they, they, they are professionals, and so I get Real it. Where gone, from. They, <laughs> yeah, I yeah, hate man. it. Yeah, but they do. They fly out there, and then, you know, what I mean, now, you know, that's that's a fact. But you know, I, I just want to key in on the point that you brought up: the What's fact up? that you know you you cut them some slack. The tournament organizers yeah. you cut them slack because there's unforeseen circumstances. Mm-hmm. One thing I want to also mention is a lot of times. These tournament organizers, they're the ones providing all the equipment. Everything is out of their pockets most mm-hmm. of the time. So it's like, okay, something go wrong. People start acting like they was the ones who who paid their hard-earned money towards that equipment. Like, you didn't. You just flew your ass over there. And that's pretty much all you did. That's you didn't true. That's true. Put no money towards the actual tournament itself, aside from buying a ticket. So you definitely do need to cut them some slack, man. And, and like you said... Pro game players, man, they deal with a lot of bullshit. I'm not gonna lie, they deal with a lot of bullshit. But they also should, they also should 
cut the tournament organizers some slack because I remember, you know, they had recently tried to raise the ticket price for certain tournaments and everybody flipped the fuck out. But what that did when they raised the ticket prices, that gave the players bigger prize pools and bigger earnings. You know what I mean? So there was a means to an end in that situation. Mm-hmm. I think everybody got to be a little more understanding man, when it comes to that. Man, spot. Yeah, I think if that, if that nigga was to win, he wouldn't have said shit, bro. That's what's <laughs> <laughs> If he used to win, he would have never said nothing. Like, thank you for the organizers. Y'all did a great job with the equipment. Zero alive. You'd, like, you'd be like, my Karen, man. My Karen is fine. <laughs> if that nigga was to win, bro, you wouldn't have heard nothing, bro. But it's the fact that I think he lost. I was just like, you know, when you lose, you like, oh, my controller. Oh, my, 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 um, damn, my hands is cold. Um, Big damn, the seat is, the seat is hot too, or, People was waving their hands in the back. And you know, you come up with every Mad excuse. Noise in the back. That's you come a, up with every up excuse with just I because you lost. You feel me? Like, you can have you a get beat by some scrub. I'm exactly. definitely making an excuse. Money exactly. match that nigga right now. I'm money matching right now. <laughs> First of 10. You feel me? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it, could, it could be a little bit of both. You feel me? But I don't think the organizers. It had nothing to do with the organizers because at the end of the day, it's like that's their job to make sure everything is Gucci. If it, it, even if it, uh, shit was laggy, Punk should Punk is a pro player. He should be like, yo, my shit lagging. What is this? Like my frames are dropped. Like he, if he feels like the game is off, then he should have like addressed that. But you don't address it after you lose, bro. Like you, you, you gotta address it. I mean, I don't know how these tournaments run. Like who, who could talk, who could um talk to whatever. But I'm pretty sure man, I get used to win. He would have shouted out the president, bro. But since the fact he lost, <laughs> he got tight. But um, yeah, that's my that's my take on it, bro. All right, so so Spar, real quick, what you what you think make a tournament experience bad? Um, I mean, basically what Glam said, like if it's just too much people, because. If even if you're in, you're at a party, like you can't really enjoy yourself at a party when there's too much what? people on you, like. You gotta like, can't like, can't dance to nobody, can't move nowhere because yeah, we've been no to a space. couple of those. There's <laughs> just no space for me, like, trying no to have space, space to wiggle, wiggle, trying to have your space over here by yourself, and then somebody just comes and invades your space, and then it's like that just messes up your mind state. You feel me? Like, if I'm trying to like mentally prepare myself for a tournament, or if I'm about to fight Justin Wong, and I'm like mentally preparing myself, trying to psych myself up, and he's talking to me over here about some bullshit, it's like. I don't want to talk to you about that. <laughs> like I'm trying to, I'm about to go up against Justin Wong, bro. I don't want to talk about Word. um freaking. What do I think about some new character? Like, nigga, what? Like, I don't care, bro. So I think they just need more. I mean, a lot more. I mean, even if you give them the most amount of space, bro, it's always it's still gonna be packed, or people just gonna be around you regardless. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think All that's right. yeah. That's that's mainly mainly the thing that um. I'll mess up a tournament for me. Yeah, the venue has to be good. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. The venue has to be something where it's like multiple floors with mm. multiple rooms where people got to Yeah, good yeah. venue. It can't be just one big open thing, like one floor. I feel like I gotta yeah. have multiple floors. Yeah, yeah. One big open floor just had a place smell like corn chips, so it ain't it ain't good for nobody to <laughs> attend it. I'm saying. <laughs> as far as me, man, what I think makes a tournament experience bad, a dead audience. I think a dead crowd, a crowd that's not hype, a crowd that's not really passionate about what's going on, what's taking place, that'll make the whole joint trash to me. And I say, I want to go 
hung. I want to go straight home and watch some cartoons and eat some food because there have been many tournaments. And I, and I, my belief is that this is why, you know, like the, what do you call it? The, like the hood FGC, like the original FGC and all that. I think that's why a lot of people prefer that. The gritty, no holes barred. You know what I mean? You can yeah, curse Yeah, this esports business, like, it's too... It's TV. too political sometimes. Yeah, it's too political. It's like, it's kind of like, what is it? Like golf. How golf, everybody got to be quiet. Once the homie make the shot, everybody do this little nice little <laughs> Nah, we trying to yeah, see like the cool. NBA. Everybody wilding out. Or, or the NFL, or you know what I'm saying? We want to see everybody hype. We want to. Yeah. It, it's very hype to go to like an NBA home game, and you from there, you go to a Knicks game, and, and a player from the Knicks score, and you hear him shout that player name out. The audience go crazy. It's a different experience, man. So yeah. Dead crowd. I'm not with it at all, man. Which is why, again, to speak on what I was saying earlier, why. The more hood FGC, the underground FGC, why it's preferred. It's like the attitude of ever wrestling, where they didn't care, they gave no fucks, they said whatever they wanted to say. The audience was rude as hell. I was watching, <laughs> I was watching the replay earlier where um this was back during Triple H and DX ever, where somebody had a sign that said uh, it was Triple H and it said Hunter has herpes. That's crazy. That's actually crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. man. I think, <laughs> nah, I you're think right. that's what's necessary, man. I, Actually, I the crowd. yeah, the crowd makes the venue because the two greatest moments in fighting game tournament history for me, just off mm-hmm. just the crowd alone. I don't want to say I was gonna say Daigo and Justin Wong. That's like, I mean that's <laughs> I know like, right, but that's, that's like that's, that's 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 should, that should be on everybody list. Yeah, that's <laughs> the number that one. That boy ski Sonic Justin Wong. But another one for me that like gave me goosebumps. Pause was the freaking Li Joe. That whole moment of him yeah, just being the American players and he coming out and he looking at Yipes and mm-hmm. and then he when he beat um what's his name Aida. The Japanese yeah. player, I forgot his name. That, it was hype and his pops was there. Yeah, yeah. That was a so it was like man. the crowd definitely makes the um the thing yeah. as well. That's a good aspect. Never thought about. I, I love it, man. Good good times, man. Good times. We, we talking like we was dead, but we we saw it though. We watched. It. I think the live is, is basically the same thing. <laughs> no, Word, sorry, I was there. Right. Nah, <laughs> yeah, it feel like you was there. <laughs> Well, we gonna we gonna start we gonna start popping out to these joints, man. Oh yeah, some of the time, man. Yeah, we riding outside, man. Steady in the Chevy and all that. Now we always say like we we some nerds, we enemy fans, we into every damn thing, man. We very dynamic. But as enemy fans, as you know, fans of TV, cartoons, you name it. There's always been moments in shows where you watch it and there's a certain scene or, you know, something happened where you like, and this shit is trash. I'm not watching this shit no more. You know what I'm saying? And it happens a lot, of, a lot more often than people think or care to actually acknowledge. But we going to tap into that because, you know, we talk about everything over here, VOE podcast. So my brothers, let me ask you this. Has there ever been a moment in a show, anime, cartoon, you name it, where you saw something and you said, man, this is so trash. 
I don't want to watch it no more. Actually, let me let me kick this one off because I got one that was near and dear to my heart. And after this happened, I was like, yeah, I'm not watching it no yeah. more. Yo, one of my favorite shows was The Walking Dead. Oh shit. They, <laughs> when they packed up Rick Grimes, I said, that's it. I am not doing it no more. I was going to say Walking more. Dead, but I'm going to tell you what killer for me after you're done. I right, right, yeah, give another so, one too. Give two. Oh, uh, um, yeah, man. When they got Rick Grimes, the coolest character on the wait, show. You went, you went that far? Got, yo, I stuck with it that far, dog. And then they packed him out of there. I was like, yo, nah, man, you can't get loyal. Him. Like, I tried, bro. <laughs> I tried, bro. Then it became like. Daryl became the main character. Daryl, cool. Don't get it twisted. He's definitely a cool character. Not main, though. He need that. He's he a need that, Yeah, but he's a strong. You can't do it without him either, but as just a main, I don't know. Yeah, that, that joint not. Yeah, that's like, as much as I, I don't even want to say it, but I'm going to say it. It's like having Sasuke the main, oh. main character. Like, you can't. It's, it's named Naruto. You can't just get rid of Naruto. But yeah, that was the moment I said I can't do it. I tried, I just can't. I got, I got to give it up, man. I haven't watched six, and I, I don't regret it. <laughs> I actually don't regret it at all. <laughs> so my brothers, anybody, take the floor, man. What's the moment of the show? I, uh, I got actually got two shows. I right, Walking Dead definitely. That's the first thing that came to my mind was like, it got re. It's not even Rick Grimes. It just got ridiculous. It just became like a whole nother show. And when I started, like, kind of been like, uh, I don't know, probably like the diehards or like the more fans are going to kill me for stopping at this point. But when homie came through, it wasn't Ezekiel with the bad dread, the bad wig. And a tiger, I said, Oh, yeah, this <laughs> we got a tiger from <laughs> a tiger from, bro. Come a on. trained tiger, bro. <laughs> Come on, son. I had that bad wig. I'm like, Yo, I kind of started losing interest there. Hey, and but then... you stuck far though, bro, because that was after like Glenn and all that. You stuck far, bro. You... That joint was you trash. Stuck far, that, bro. It was good though, because every I like the premise of the like, it kind of like. Every season before that, like the premise was just still in that zombie. It still the had that. It still man, had that characters. core. Yeah, the characters. Remember so, Shane? Shane was that guy. Shane was. I crazy. was about to quit when they packed him up. And I'm like, ah, right, they bounced back next season. <laughs> now he needed to go. Though. Shane needed, needed to go. Yeah, though, Shane bro. was wicked. That Shane nigga was, was doing too much. But nigga said, Nah, this is my girl, bro. How would you feel though? Come on, bro. <laughs> exactly. Like, 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 I can relate. <laughs> my girl, bro. Oh man. man. So 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 Ezekiel and the Tiger did it. So what's yeah. the what's the other show, bro? Other show. I don't know people familiar with this show, but it's Prison Break. Oh, oh I forgot about Prison Break. That show just got ridiculous. That's another show that like every episode was masterfully done as like a cliffhanger because basically he he tried to break his brother out of prison and he like somehow got himself locked up into the same prison and then that's like the whole first season of is him trying to escape with his brother out the prison and every end of episode you swore they was going to get caught it was like always some like 
little thing they that you thought was going to get called, but the next episode they somehow got out of it. And it was like 24, 25 episodes of them trying to escape the prison. And it's like, finally, they escaped. And then they just like jumped the shark after it. It was like they was outside. They were still on the run. But it just felt like it was like it was just so like draining, bro. I don't know. Yeah, bro. It was draining. And then it's like they still on the run and now they outside. And then it just became like a whole different dynamic. The same thing with Walking Dead. It's like the 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 premise of the zombie. It was like the zombies was the main stuff. Now it's just kind of weird with all these territories. And it just lost the premise for me. And I think, yeah, those two shows, um, Walking Dead and Prison Break. Okay. Spark, what's your, what's your show, man? Right, so I got yeah, two shows. So one show that I, I just had to stop after a certain point. I don't even remember what episode it was or what season. No, I, I knew it now. I know what, what season. It's the Arrow. Arrow. Yeah, Arrow. Mm. Mm. Arrow, I had to stop watching that shit, bro. Like, it became too, too repetitive. <laughs> that's, the, that's, the, uh, that's the DC curse, B. They give you a strong three seasons, then the fourth they start falling. It's off. like every episode was the same shit. Like Dig, wasn't it Dig? We kept on talking to Diggles. um Oliver. Diggles. Yeah, <laughs> kept talking to Oliver about the same shit. Oliver, you gotta you gotta be careful, man. It's like it's like <laughs> do it. It's like every time you spoke to Oliver about the same exact shit, and Oliver is just back back and forth, back and forth. It's like. I'm tired of watching this shit, bro. And it's like, after, I don't remember what happened. Some, his son got blown up in a ship or some shit. He saved his, some shit. I was like, I ain't watching this show no more, bro. I jumped on Arrow. So my Arrow. second. <laughs> what else? Yeah, I'm done with bro. I don't remember what happened. I, I don't even know what's going on. I don't even know if shit's still going on. Oh, but man. this one, the show, I mean, I may start watching. Nah, I don't even think I'm going to continue watching. I might read the manga, but. I'm gonna continue watching that shit. Probably is fucking my hero academia. Mm. I, I take. You bought the break cards. I'm done with that show, bro. <laughs> he said, "I'm done." Like my hero academia. Like you know the 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 verses between Black Clover and my hero was like brother and like two brothers fighting. Like I enjoyed Black Clover way more than my hero. Like to me, my hero is just niggas just do one move after one move after one move. It's like niggas don't really be scrapping like that. Mm. Like, you, like the only real scrap was when Bakugo was fighting Deku. That's literally the only like best fight in the whole show. You mean like they don't do like enough like back and forth? Like it's like it's like Goku and, and Vegeta doing Final Flash Kamehameha all back and forth, bro. Mm. <laughs> it's like all you see Deku really doing is the is the finger flip or just fucking a Detroit thousand times a hundred or some shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like Detroit thousand. Detroit. <laughs> like you don't even see them like doing no hand to hand, like no bobbing and weaving, like no no sword clashing, no fist clashing, nothing. It's like and it's like nothing. This is mad corny now. It's like, I mean, I heard the manga is fire, but the, the anime That's is like hell of a hot this take. This is mad dry, bro. Ooh, I like the costumes wait. and I like the aspect of it, but this shit is garbage, bro. God, mm. so, yeah. I, I think I, I go. I ain't watched the last season. I thought Jane was gonna be the one with the spicy take, but boy, that boy yeah, shit, my hero. 
That man had two on the hip ready to spank <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, but what to, just to quickly spin off that though, you think it's what just too many episodes, or is it too many of the same of the fight scenes that you don't really bang with? It's the fight, it's the fighting, like it's it's like one move after one move. It's like oh, okay, so it's the fight scenes. Yeah, okay. and like the story is okay, I guess. Cause nigga, nigga want to be like fucking all Mike. So what makes what makes One Piece that series that could still be doing it for this long, been out since the nineties? We in a whole nother Killer century. Like, <laughs> Not, I, 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 I was laying it up. I'm throwing it up for him. I'm throwing it up for him, boy. I'm like, yo, we can't be here all day. Don't do this. Like, don't nigga, go I give you all of them. I give you all reasons. He said, all right, let me start with paragraph one. <laughs> Quickly summarize. The main thing that One Piece does better than every series out there, there's two things I'll give them. One, the side characters, not only do they all have dope backstories, but they actually are important to the story. You feel what I'm saying? Like Naruto, for example, it started off, everybody had their own dream. Everybody had something. Once they got a little bit older, it became Naruto and Sasuke show. And with a little bit of Shikamaru and Kakashi sprinkled in there, everybody else just <laughs> became trash. You know what I'm saying? Same. One Piece, specifically, Luffy's like, yo, I can't do this alone. So he got his right-hand man, who's the swordsman. He got a cook to make sure they all eat, the navigator, the archaeologist. Like, everybody like has a role. You know what I'm saying? Everybody yeah. has a role in the port. Like the two, first Mission Impossible. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then the second thing, man, is the writing. The writing and like the the characters, what they do with the characters and the story, the writing is just unlike anything you'll see in any other anime. Awesome. Like characters will do some real wicked shit in there. And when you look at the art style, you're like, yo, the art style look goofy. How are these characters so grimy? Like these characters are really grimy. They doing some real foul shit. So those are the two main things that man, keep one I mean, piece alive. That's a like, that's like continuation, like not even continuation, but like a piggyback. Like, look at that. What's that show? That new show with that little kid who can't talk. Ranking mm, of Kings. Oh, Ranking of Kings. Yeah. That art style is fucking hideous, bro. Man, I can't. I, literally, I can't watch it because of that. Like, I heard it's mad good, but I I can't watch it because of that. Yeah, I wonder what made them do that. Though. <laughs> that shit is. Who said? Yeah, I'm gonna join this. <laughs> All this technology around me. <laughs> but the Man, show is fire, though. Said, I, said I'm gonna make it look like Shin Chan. That's crazy. Like. That's why I thought it was the old anime. Cause I'm like, Frank, I never heard of this shit, but it's new. And it's like that art style is garbage, bro. And like, yeah, people that love it, and then the same people that love that complain about One Piece being trash because of the art style. It's like, what? How the fuck? Like, how does that work? <laughs> how does that work? It's crazy. But yeah, man, that, that's what I got to say about that. But I ain't gonna lie, Spark. You did since you love, you just spoke on fight scenes. Ranking of Kings got some of the best fight scenes you're gonna see. I, I heard you. so far. That and little I, I deaf seen... boy get the scrapping, boy. Yeah. <laughs> he get the scrapping. He's not deaf, he's evil, but he get oh. the scrapping, boy. 
He goes crazy. I may give it a chance, but his the way he talks is mad annoying, or sound whatever that sound he makes is mad annoying, bro. That shit, that shit is just mad fooling. I'm sorry. That's true, but at the same time, the way Asta for Black Clover was yelling. All nah, time, nah, you can't. Nah, you can't do that, bro. Episodes that shit wasn't annoying, nope. bro. Nope. I was like, God. like yeah, when they get yell, my nigga, pause. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that sounds crazy. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So there, y'all have it, man. That's how. <laughs> Moments in shows or anime that we just said, I right, we're done. Now, with every VOE episode, we got to give y'all our Jiggy Vibes, all right? Our Jiggy Vibes is something that's going to get you through the day, get you through the week. It'll help improve in your, your mentality. Lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Something that'll just motivate you to do better. You dig? And we all always bring a certain <laughs> Jiggy Vibe that we got that we rocking with. So... I'm going to start things off, man. And I find that I'm always going to music. Man. Like, I got to start switching it up. But music just speaks to my soul. And there's a song out by this artist, J-Punk. He's very famous in Korea. You know what I mean? He's actually, fun fact, he's actually signed to Rock Nation, which is crazy. Korean rapper who signed to Rock Nation. But uh, he got a song out called Summer Ride. Perfect for the summertime. So, you know what I mean? Drop top. Ride around with your girl, y'all sipping something, or y'all sparking up, whatever the vibe. Summer even if you don't got a drop top, put the windows down. Even even if you on the bus, crack that window open. <laughs> crack that bitch open and listen to some summer ride <laughs> by J Park. I promise you, it'll put you in a good mood. You'll feel happy that we enter in warmer weather, and you'll be thankful that you alive, man. Because this life is crazy. This world is crazy. You never know when you're gonna go. So. Listen to Summer Rob by Jake Paul. Now, my brothers, take it away. What y'all got for the Jiggy Vibe? I'm going. My Jiggy Vibe for the for this is y'all always gotta be prepared with one of these, bro. Make sure y'all fucking phones is charged this whole summer. <laughs> one niggas going outside, ask me if I got a charger, ask me to use my phone. Ask me, like, yo, let me just call my mom Dang, real quick. I just asked that <laughs> yesterday, Mark. I left my charger at, at home. Damn. Make sure y'all woke with y'all charger. Make sure y'all phones is charged before you leave the crib. I know y'all be taking showers and, and listening to, with your phone in the bath, but make sure that charger in there with y'all while it's charging. Make sure your phone charger be. That boy sound like he's tired of people asking for his charger. Yeah, that boy tired. Now I want people asking, like, yo, you got a charger, bro? Like, what for a phone? <laughs> like nah, my Samsung. Like, let me see which one. Niggas be having a Samsung fucking one. Like, nigga, I don't got that charger, Damn, bro. The one. Damn, that's the S. This shit was just an S. Like, <laughs> just an S. Yeah, nigga. People, please charge your phone before y'all come outside. It's hot outside. If y'all want to link up with a girl or women, if y'all want to link up with a man, don't want to see no. It's gonna be on five five percent because <laughs> as soon as you put those last two digits in, your shit gonna shut off and then boom. That's that. I ain't gonna lie. Anime NYC boy. Just from <laughs> that phone that I had drains your battery so quick. I was on like 10% hour two into the con. It was at the after party. I had no battery. I was pulling out my phone, just looking at the blank screen. I'm like, yo, it was bad. I was turning it on, see if I see if it could have like charged on this phone. 
<laughs> Yo, that's terrible. It was bro. bad, bro. But hey, you don't want to be out here with a dead phone, man. Summertime, Thanks. B. Summertime. OG, talk to him. What's your jiggy vibe? Uh, you know what? Spark just changed my whole jiggy vibe, bro. Because <laughs> I was going to say something, but to really spin off what he said, just to make it more like, not serious, but yo, this summer, y'all gotta be safe. I think this is gonna be one of them reckless summers that yeah. everybody. This is the first summer that we really got to go back outside, and it's a lot of people just pent up, just want to go outside, want to party, they want to drink drugs, whatever. And it's gonna be a lot of stupid people out here. So, yo. Make sure y'all safe up, bro. If you got a bad vibes about a spot or whatever, don't go, bro. If it's getting too late, you know it's about to get crazy, gaya yad, because you don't want next minute you having fun, next minute you and Jacoby or something like <laughs> that. So this summer is gonna be wanna, in Jacoby. It's gonna be definitely wanna be in Jacoby. But this summer, I feel it's gonna be one of the crazy ones. Everybody outside, no mandates lifted, no vaccines, whatever, whatever. Oh, so. Yeah, no mask. Yo, and keep the Jimmy, man. Keep the keep a condom, please, please. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I got this one. Keep the Jimmy, man. Stay rubbed up, man, or at least at least get a. A test from your doctor, man. At least get your COVID test and at least, you know what I mean? Get That's your STD test and all that. Make sure you good, man. Stay safe. That's a hell of a jiggy boss. Stay safe, man. Stay really. safe, man. Stay safe, man. But, but um, these gentlemen, I mean, that's a rat. Boys and girls, children of all age and age. DJ and the next. All right, no, nah, my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, but yo, that's it for this episode, man. From VOE Podcast to you, Proper Sparks, Gene 13, Kevin Legend. Y'all all know the vibes, man. If you ain't vibing, you ain't sliding, and you damn sure ain't providing. And we out of here. Blessings to all y'all. You heard? Love and peace, y'all. Love and peace. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to incense real quick. That so boy, that boy, <laughs> that boy chose the Eric Badu route. That's funny. <laughs>